Supreme Court's ruling that said that uh, we must conduct ourselves under the common Article 3 of the Geneva Convention. And that common Article 3 says that you know, there will be no outrages upon human dignity. It's, 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 like, it's very vague. What does that mean?
to doing uh, a dangerous conversation. You know, I'm looking forward to doing some radio with Ferris once in a while. And Four Toad and, and the old crew. Uh, I miss all of you guys. A lot of exciting news coming out. But I will say the 23rd is the hard date. For me to bring dangerous conversation back to the airwaves right here on Raz Radio. I'll be following you Tuesday nights, uh, 8 to 10. It'll be dangerous conversation as you know it. Get a couple good interviews in, bring a lot of the originals back. Join Scott Tuesday. Dangerous Conversation, 8 to 10 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. It keeps running through my mind. Every time she cries, wipe the tears from my eyes, making sure that the dry my mind collect the sky. Just for my Spanish fly, I gotta hit the road and kiss those lips goodbye. And obsession with the power, getting texts every hour. Honey needs my home, taking care of a flower. Make a move right, keep it warm every night. But you see my first love, be the one with the mic. Yeah, the screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. She pulls me up after hours, cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpowers. I'm gonna buy her some flowers. She loves my rap Superpowers. She loves my rap superpowers. She loves my rap superpowers. 
studio because like i'm in a studio now it has guitars and some kind of uv light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on the smartest most handsome on-air personalities price of liberty is is ugly it's not it's not very pretty you're not very pretty we don't talk about religion so uh we're actually god's chosen people so they are the chosen ones i know this i think the christians think that you killed their savior and we're always respectful to women when they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now talking about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey like That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9 on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
with crooks On the other side of your history books I am a cure for every disease And I am what keeps you from chasing your dreams I am every loss and every gain And I am the bull with your fucking name Verse 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. Well, 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 that is true. You are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. And it is your host, Sean Raz. I am here. I feel better. I apologize for not being with you guys last week, but you know, sometimes you can't you can't control what happens to your body. You know, those things just kind of get you sometimes. I got a massive stomach flu last week. It was horrible. Horrible, let me tell you. It was probably one of the worst flus I've had in a while. And uh, I just, I really couldn't bring you a quality show. But I'm here this week, RazRadioLive.com, and for the first time on my own, RadioFreeBlood.com. I appreciate Jack for his belief, his support, and just being the man he is and doing what he does. And I try to, I try to mirror myself off people like him, off of people I've worked with and been friends with, who have who've led me down paths, that have shown me ways of doing things, that have maybe made me rationalize that I was being a little out of control with the way I was. You know, you get into this stuff and, and it, it, it gets you rolling and you, you, you start worrying about your kids and your family and your friends and what's going on around you. And sometimes you let it take over you. You let it take over what you are and what you want to be. And I've been, you know, pulled back around many a times, but I'll tell you what. My problems with what's going on in our world don't go away that easy. So that's why I'm still here. That's why I'm still doing a show. And that's why I'll continue to do a show. Now, you guys over on the Radio Free Blood side, um, it's going to be a little weird for a while. I'm still working on how to do this the best manner as of right now it seems like we got a good one you may get some dead air at the rejoin points on radio free blood side just because of how i have to operate my system on my station 
but I'm going to work through that. I'm going to figure out a way to fix it. I'm going to set up a specific computer dedicated just to broadcast for Bud, and it'll just be basically picking up my show uh, and broadcasting on to his. So that, that's just just bringing you guys up to speed. I know it's all technical jargon that you probably don't even give a crap about, uh, but you know, I want to keep my listeners informed in everything that's going on. So again, I want to thank Jack for the support, uh, the belief in me to give me the passwords to speak on his station. Uh, he's a great man, and I, and I appreciate that. So with no further uh, ass kissing, well, let's just be honest, right? You know, you got to ass kiss every once in a while. Uh, at least I kiss the right asses. <laughs> You know, I've been watching everything going on. I say that every week. I watch everything going on. You know, it's constantly uh, different things going on, different things that, that grab our intention. Um, you know, we got this this thing over here, and we got this guy saying this over here, and, and then don't forget about these people dying over here. So as we watch these different things, you have to sit down. When you only do a weekly show, you have to sit down and go, man, what is the most important thing? What do I want to address? You know, and I listen to other shows to see what they're talking about, so it's not overly repetitive. Uh, I try to find some some funny and outlandish things once in a while. Uh, it's not very often I find that, uh, but it does happen every once in a while. Uh, tonight there are no guests, but I will say next week we got a really interesting show planned. Um, Popeye from uh, uh, I believe he's with Truth Frequency now. Uh, Popeye will be joining me. We're to. 45 minutes on my show, and then we're going to do an hour show-to-show show, uh, where we'll be on both of our shows, and then I might do a little bit after my show. I haven't decided yet. So that's going to be an interesting uh, uh, week. Tonight, we're just going to cover topic. If you feel the urge, you want to join me, you want to uh, share your thoughts, you can always reach me at 941-421-0401. Uh, once I answer, just sit tight. You'll hear what's going on, and I'll come to you as soon as I... Uh, I get through whatever it is I might be thinking about. You know, we always talk about mainstream media and how they are just ludicrous, how, how they, they make up these stories, and, and they're obviously reading teleprompters, and, and they make these mistakes, they report things they shouldn't have yet, you know, Building 7, um, just different things like that with the mainstream media. <laughs> so it's, it's even funnier when they say, like, just stupid things and they do that every once once in a while they just say stupid things take a look at this it's the video everyone is talking about a surfer in south africa attacked by a shark on live television last season as you look at fanning on the rankings you can see a little splash oh excuse me So scary. Surfing champion Mick Fanning fighting off a huge shark during a competition after it dragged him under the water for what seemed like, I'm sure, an eternity. Crews racing over to pull Fanning out of the water. You see that, that here. And amazingly, he emerged for without a scratch. Yeah, he said, I was waiting for the teeth to come at me. I punched him in the back. He also used his surfboard as a shield at one point. And apparently, uh, one of the problems was the shark actually got tangled up in his leg uh, leash yeah. 
that was attached to him and the board and the shark was between it. One thing I give these jet skis a lot of credit too. They were the first ones out there going through the waves, over the waves to try to get to him as quick as possible. And then can you imagine being a surfer right next to him and hearing the announcer go, everybody out of the water, look out, there's a shark. And next thing you know, it's him. I think the most shocking thing is after you hear about the six attacks in North Carolina, okay, these are just swimmers. But then when you see a champion surfer and you have a three camera shoot and an overhead shot, say, oh my goodness, it could happen anywhere. You would think that they'd have a way of clearing the waters for a competition sure. at this level, but I guess they don't. It's if the a three-time world Look surfing champion isn't safe, who is, you ask, right there? They did cancel the rest of the competition, saying surfer safety are our priority. When he goes he's down, I'm thinking he's hit. He's, I guess. All right, so I don't know if you guys heard what, what really got me on this one, but isn't there a way to clear the waters to make it safer for the surfers? I hate to inform you guys, that's their waters. We're going into their territory when we do that. There's a great YouTube video. It's a it's a black lady talking about uh, staying out of the water and how it's their home. And, you know, if a chicken comes in my home, it's on my plate. So if you're going to go into the ocean, you're in the shark's home, you're on its plate. But I guess my point was the, the stupidity of what these mainstream reporters will just repeat. You know, there's a lot of people like to call them. They call them repeaters. Well, come on. I, I mean, are we supposed to put nets up? Give me a break. But, yeah, definitely look up that, that uh, You're in My House. I think I, I wish I knew the title of it, uh, but it's really just classic, uh, this lady going off about staying out of the water and, and staying out of the woods. It's just it's hilarious. Uh, but these mainstream guys, these are the guys that tell you about 9-11. These are guys that are telling you about this shooter in, in uh, the Carolinas. These are the guys telling you about the shooter in Tennessee. These, these are the guys that are just repeating what's ever on the screen, not thinking about the words that are coming out of their mouth. You know, I don't have a teleprompter. I'm not, I, don't, I, I really don't even... I mean, I have a little notepad here that I, I wrote down some ideas to, to try to refresh myself as to what I want to talk about. But what I do is... I go back to my Twitter feed, my Facebook page, and I look at the articles I'd posted for the week that I'd already read, and I'll pull them up. And those are my show notes, basically. My Twitter is my show note. More than likely, if I tweeted it out, it's something I'm going to talk about. You know, another big issue, this is going on in Georgia, as well as down here in Florida a lot, uh, we have another holistic doctor dead. Another one. That makes six holistic doctors in less than 30 days that have died, not counting the five that are missing. I mean, this is getting to, to be out of hand. Uh, why are these holistic people being targeted? And they're not, it's not even questionable as to what's wrong. It's not like, oh, well, they might have had a heart attack. I mean, we're talking shot in the head. We're talking shot in the chest. I mean, these people are shot it's not a question to what happened to them. So why is that? So yet another doctor has just found murdered inside his home here on the east coast of Florida. This makes six doctors to be found dead in the last month, just from this region of the country alone. Four out of the six were found dead here in Florida, which one of them was found less than 45 minutes from my house, the Cape Coral one. You know, so these, and honestly, in Florida, a lot of these areas are very close. So all these are within three hours of my house, except for the Gainesville one. So why are Georgia and Florida holistic doctors being killed? 
What's going on? Yeah, I agree, uh, North Border. Is it is there a, a new connection found between autism and vaccination? We're seeing a lot more um, a lot more resistance from the other side, but we are seeing a lot more evidence coming out on the on the anti-vax side. And I hate to use that term, anti-vax, uh, but unfortunately, we have to classify it somewhere. Uh, so I guess that's where it would be classified. Let's hear the story of this doctor here. Tonight, questions only grow about why. Why was a doctor murdered in Jupiter Farm? Detectives are searching for clues after the 65-year-old was found dead in his home yesterday. News Channel 5's Jason Hackett live in Jupiter Farms where he spoke to the man's father. Jason? Yeah, Kelly and Michael, Dr. Ronald Schwartz's father says he has no idea why anyone would take his son's life. Tonight, crime scene tape still lying the entrance here. The the driveway here at Dr. Schwartz's home as investigators remain on scene trying to figure out exactly what happened. Unfortunately, it doesn't really matter what community you live in. It, you know, it can happen anywhere. Even here in quiet Jupiter Even Farms. Even quiet Jupiter Farms. It's been the view from Ron Daniels' front porch for the last few days. Three or four crime scene vehicles and uh, their mobile lab marked and unmarked cars. And of course, the bright yellow and red tape crisscrossing Dr. Ronald Schwartz's home. We basically don't value life. Everything's disposable society. The question that hangs over this block, who killed the 65-year-old retired doctor? For neighbors, the answer is as elusive as the doctor himself. What do you know about this guy, uh, Mr. Schwartz? Actually, nothing. In fact, you ask most neighbors here, the answer is the same. Very much to himself. He. He built walls and, and fences and trees, and he, he definitely liked his, um, how should I say, privacy. We do know Schwartz graduated from Emory University in Georgia in 1975. According to the Department of Health, his medical license is still clear and active, with no disciplinary actions in the last 10 years. His family tells us he is retired, but his primary practice is listed as his home address. As we wait for developments, Daniels tries to put things to a grim perspective. Every morning you turn the news on and it's one, two, three people shot all over. I mean, it's a part of life yeah, that we all have to deal with now. Now back out here live, the sheriff's office is encouraging anyone with information to call Crime Stoppers. Of course, that number is 1-800-458-TIPS. And remember, you can remain anonymous. Live in Jupiter Farms tonight, Jason Hackett, WPTV News Channel 5. Now listen, I'm not going to say that crime doesn't happen here in, in Florida. Uh, it absolutely does. A lot of the dirt balls of our country come here uh, to run away from their problems. Uh, so it, it definitely is, is an issue here. But now, again, we're on the sixth doctor, all in the same type of field. This is not, you know, the news, local news is covering this. But this isn't being covered nationally. I think the death of multiple doctors all in the same field are a big deal. Uh, it really is a big deal to me. Uh, guys, again, Radio Free Blood listeners, uh, at Sean Raz, if you're on Twitter, uh, everything I'm going to talk about uh, and everything tonight will be on, is on my Twitter already. Uh, I did post that last article, and I'll try to keep the articles I read about over there, but I'm really bad with chat sometimes. So just so you guys know that over there, I want to keep you up with me. Uh, just, guys, keep your eyes on this. Keep, you know, if you have holistic friends that are doctors, if you have doctors that are holistic that are your friends, warn them. Just bring this to their attention. I have. You know, the ones that I personally know have all been shared these articles. 
And and I think that's important. They need to be on their guard. There's obvious, obviously something going on here. There, there's something uh, that these people know. And the one that was killed in Cape Coral, I can't remember her name. I know it's in this story here. Um, oh, where is it? I, I can't remember her name, but she was really, uh, you know, big in the anti-vax. Uh, again, a holistic doctor. We need to to help these people. We need to get the word out there. Uh, I know a lot of people have already said something to Dr. Tenpenny. Uh, if you if you know who she is, if you know somebody who is anti-vax or questions vaccinations, who is a doctor, make sure they read this. Make sure they know about this stuff. Is all I want to say. I think it's very important. And there is a lot of vaccine news going on. I really need to to sit down, buckle down, and get some of these uh, great doctors out there on the show here for interviews because it's you know we have california mandatory making vaccines mandatory to go to school uh that's a big issue in my you know we go to public schools still and we have a vaccine waiver form and i i think that that needs to be an option i I don't believe that anybody should tell you what to put in your child and i've always stood by that Uh, and ever since we learned of all this we fought hard to try to Make sure people understand it. But the problem is, is you can't, <clears throat> you can inform people, and that's what I've been doing. And I used to be one of those guys that would get into those big Facebook or Twitter arguments and, oh, no, you have to re-watch this documentary, read this article, and do this. And do. I used to do that, and that's why I do radio now, because I'm not, first of all, I'm not very good at expressing myself um, in the form of written um Expression. Uh, it's just not something I do very well. And I'm getting better on expressing myself verbally, but I definitely do that a lot better than I do it written. So that's why I do a radio show. So I stopped doing all those Twitter, or, uh, Facebook and Twitter arguments, and it, it, it just wasn't worth it. Uh, so I share my information here. I share my articles on my, my Facebook and my Twitter. Uh, and I have a lot of family and friends there that hopefully read it. And they'll make their own decision based on what they feel is important. You know, I don't want to. I don't wanna force my beliefs on anybody either. As much as I don't want your beliefs forced on me. So there's a lot of talk now of uh, of uh, them wanting to vaccinate everybody, force vaccinate everybody. Our Gestapo wants all adults vaccinated by 2020. Now, are you willing to uh, get in the line there and get stuck? Get all your vaccinations. Make sure you're protected, so the herd is protected. Do you want to protect the herd? Or do you want to protect your family? Is the herd that important to you? Because honestly, I'd like to run some of that herd off the cliff. But that's a whole other story in itself. If you think mandatory vaccination is just for kids, you are wrong. The greed train that is Big Pharma is going to push down every wall which poses a threat to block any sort of revenue. And one of those wall, one of those walls is adults who ironically are okay with government forcing these needles into their children, but they themselves rarely go in. And this loss of big pharma market shares has caused more than just concern amongst the shareholders, but it has spawned an all-out government plan to change it. Think they can only force your kids to get these shots? Think again. As soon as the stage state states get forced vaccination for kids passed, the adults are slated next. The U.S. Uh, this is the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services National Adult Immunization Plan. Yep, it's reality, and they want it accomplished by 2020. Vaccination is considered one of the most important public health achievements of the 20th century and continues to offer great promise in the 21st century. 
Vaccines save lives and improve the quality of life by preventing serious infectious diseases and their consequences. However, the benefit of vaccinations are not realized equally across the U.S. population. Adult vaccination rates remain low in the United States and significant significant radical and ethnical disparities also exist. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services National Vaccine Plan released in 2010 is a roadmap for vaccines and immunization programs for the decade 2010 to 2020. While the MVP provides a vision for improving protection from vaccine-preventable diseases across the lifespan, vaccination coverage levels among adults are not on track to meet Healthy People 2020 targets. The National Vaccine Vaccine Advisory Committee and numerous stockholder groups have emphasized the need for forced or for focused attention on adult vaccination and adult vaccines and vaccination. The National Adult Immunization Plan outlined here results from the recognition that progress has been slow and there is a need for a national adult immunization strategy. So what would be the strategy to get us all that don't want to be vaccinated, vaccinated. What's going to make everybody get their flu shot every year? Because you know what? People who tell me that I'm a crazy anti-vaxxer because I won't vaccinate my child also won't go get a flu shot every year. So you tell me your logic there, sir, ma'am. What is your logic that you won't go get a flu shot but you'll shove that crap in your kid's arm without even thinking about it. I mean, really? You're willing to just shove it right in your kid's arm and not be concerned. Look at my crayon. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) What's your name again? John Ryan. Four-toed and Lexi. I mentioned four-toed? Sure. Or Dave. Dave. (laughs) Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. Words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. But the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. What's life worth?
so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate. But, you know, when, when you think about it, if you measured everything I've ever said, every vote I've ever taken against the Constitution, you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. So you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and wasting government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not electable and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative, because I believe in civil liberties? Why should we not be, be defending civil liberties? And why should we not be de talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party? Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO. And you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford? I, let me see if I get this right. We, we need to borrow $10 billion from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, 
who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying, and you're saying that this insinuation that I am less Republican because of that? The reason for my decision is a fairly simple What's up, Rans Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news, and um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music.
is merely propaganda that they have told me and I tell you. David Icke, BBC, ITN, CNN, CBS, Sky News, Westminster. Hey, yo, Jace. Say something to her. I'll add her. <laughs> I got one question. How'd you fit all that in them jeans? Listen to all of them. Listen to all 52. With Sean Rath and me, Brad Friedman of bradblog.com, the guy you love to love. Just a little bit All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. You know, I like to get a break on, take a breath for a moment, grab a fresh beer, make sure I got everything I need to continue the show and make sure that we're all taken care of. And I'm sharing the information you want to hear. So I double-check what I'm doing there. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, I like to have a little fun, too, guys. I hope you can accept that. You know, I'm not... I try to share a lot of information. I get very serious at times, but I still want to have a little fun. Who doesn't want to have a little fun, right? I think we need to involve that in what we're doing. Because you can't just constantly be serious. You can't constantly, you know, ride everything on what you're doing, on what you got to talk about. It's hard. you got to breathe. Take a break and enjoy it. Enjoy life also. While you're trying to save humanity, you have to enjoy life at the same time. That's just the way I think. That's the way my brain operates. If that if that's a bad thing, I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing. I hope it's not a bad thing. But I just want to have fun while I, I try to save the world. <laughs> like I'm going to save the world. <sighs> save the world. Who will save the world? You know what? I watch... I watch these these fast food companies and these all these different you know I I try to eat only local restaurants. Of course nothing's ever perfect unless you make it yourself. But I try to stay, you know, local restaurants, places I know, places, you know, I'm friends with most of the owners of the restaurants I go to. Cuz that's just uh it's the best way to do it, you know? You become friends with these people. They work with you. They they make the meals that you want them. They'll do special things for you. And that's what I do. I live in a small town, though, so it's a little easier to do that. But I guess my point is, um, it's nice to see that the big chains are starting to have problems. If I wasn't in Wendy's, if I wasn't in Wendy's, and didn't have a, a strong feeling for management and the board, McDonald's might be a place we would go. You would? Yeah. Why? Because balance sheet and name well, brand and plate. I think it's. I think there's balance sheet, uh, clearly, and huge amounts of points of distribu- distribution. But the culture and the mindset at that company has to be turned upside down. And I don't know if they have the stomach to do it because it's going to take a lot of quarters, maybe a lot of years, to get that thing righted. And I don't know that shareholders going to be patient enough. So if you look back, you know, 10 years ago, we went to McDonald's and said, you should adopt a model of refranchising all your stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep a small test uh, group of stores. And you should, uh, that's how you should run your business. And uh, they, they uh, sort of turned us down, but they took some steps in that direction. And then about five years ago, 
uh, the folks at 3G called me up and said, Bill, we're going to take Burger King private. Uh, we'd love for you to participate with us. And by the way, we're going to take your plan for McDonald's and we're actually going to implement it. Now, Burger King is in a much, was in a much worse place yeah, than where McDonald's is today, right? You had, you had a store base that's disaster. You had same store sales that had gone down every year. They had, you know, 13 CEOs, I think, in 25, you know, the 25 previous years. Um, but it was in, I don't know, 60, 70 countries. And, you know, the best businesses are ones where if they've been run poorly and they had 13 CEOs in 25 years and they still exist, that tells you something. In a very short period of time. Now, 3G, I think, took the business pro I think it was two 2010. So in five years, they've taken Burger King from worst. Uh, it's an honest way to being best in, yeah. in this, in this on, space. Not, uh, come on. The numbers are all the management. These guys are retarded cackling back and forth here. We're getting to a point, I promise. Okay, There's so a point here. But what we've done is we've adopted that model as well. We'll be down to roughly 300 stores. But you also did let some go. We say again? In stock. What we did do, though, what we did do, Jim at Wendy's, is we we held back the real estate. Right. So we have a royalty stream and we have a rental income. As, as does Burger King. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys like the uh, the notion of the retail model, say a Darden, where you do a lease back or you do financial engineering? Do those things work for you? I'm not a fan. You know, interestingly, I, I come from the real estate business. Right. But I don't like you know if you own. All right, you know, I'm not going to let these guys continue on here. Um, basically, the point here is that McDonald's is in a bad spot. We've seen, you know, they talked about closing hundreds of stores. Um, we've seen uh, them trying to adjust their menu. They've been doing their propaganda, getting out there and saying that their food is healthy and fresh. And, and no, the, the, you know, the pink slime is not true. Don't believe the pink slime because that's really didn't happen. So it's okay. Don't worry. Just eat our food. So they're obviously uh, seeing problems, and you don't close stores because you're, you know, doing good in business. I don't care what your reasoning is. I worked for uh, Lone Star Steakhouse. I don't know if anybody remembers Lone Star Steakhouses. Uh, I worked at them at their at their peak. Uh, they, I think, we had 189 stores all throughout the country. Uh, they were growing. They were, uh, I, I believe, they were talking about going publicly traded. And, and it was a good restaurant. I mean, to be honest, it, it's out of all the restaurants I've worked at in my life, that, for those that don't know, I used to be a restaurant manager. I was a, a chef and, and a line cook for years, uh, and then got into management and did years of management. And of all the restaurants, of all, especially chain restaurants I worked at, Lone Star was by far the freshest product. We, you know, we, we cut every piece of meat every day. All the vegetables were fresh daily. You know, we made fresh soups. You know, very little, if any, I don't think we... Towards the end when I left was when we started getting some of the prepackaged uh, uh, steaks and things like that. But that's what it was. It was great. It, it was a really good model. It was hard to manage, don't get me wrong. Uh, but it was a, a great business model, and they failed, unfortunately. I don't know why I left the company in '03, and I believe by '06 they were down to 40 or 50 restaurants in the country. I know they're still around in certain areas, but you don't. My point is, you don't close a business that's making money. So I'm glad to see McDonald's suffering and losing money. Good, you sell crap food that has no nutritional value, that is not beneficial uh, to, 
to the human body in any way, shape, or form other than making it feel full. That's all it does. There is no nutritional value there. There's no benefit to eating that food. So why would you want to eat it? You know, why would you, why would you subject yourself to that? So needless to say, I'm glad to see they're hurting. But another big company that we focus on is the crazy conspiracy people that we are. Because you know, that's what we are. We are crazy conspiracy guys, right? That's, we spend our days in our mom's basement. Oh, no, wait. I work every day and, and research this stuff continually and put a show on once a week and and uh, make sure I educate people. So, yeah, I guess I'm not some crazy uh, uh, guy sitting in my mom's base, basement. I have children. I'm a grandpa. I live life. But another one of those big companies that are a problem to us that that really are not a good thing for us monsanto i'm sure you all know of great old monsanto well monsanto says they want to review the who's finding on a link of cancer to the herbicide no there could be no link there nobody's ever said that before it must be a lie it's just a conspiracy theory right nothing there Monsanto Company, whose Roundup product is one of the world's most widely used herbicides, said on Tuesday it has arranged for an outside scientific review of a World Health Organization finding that the weed killer's key ingredient probably causes cancer. The WHO's International International Agency for Research on Cancer said in March that it had concluded that the ingredient called glosphate, glosphosate, all right, uh, blood listeners, just for the record, when I read articles and I screw them up, you have to drink. So I hope you have a beer or some liquor or something available, because that's how this works. Uh, Glosphates was probably carcinogenic after reviewing a range of scientific literature. So now... I'm called an anti-vaxxer, and I don't believe in science, because I believe that there are some studies that show that um, there's a link between autism and, and vaccinations. Now, Monsanto, the large conglomerate corporation person that it is, I mean corporation that it is, is now arguing with the WHO, who we argue with about vaccinations. So tell me, is Monsanto now an anti-cancerer or an anti what would we call that we gotta we gotta figure out what we would call that because i'm an anti-vaxxer because i don't trust some of the things that who says who 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 no who 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 monsanto reacted to the finding by demanding a retraction labels labeling the finding by a team of international cancer scientists as junk science <laughs> On Tuesday, because, you know, Monsanto's uh, scientists are the best in the world. I mean, they got to be, right? It's Monsanto. they got to know more than every other scientist out there. On Tuesday, Monsanto said it had hired Intertech Scientific and Regulatory Consultancy to convey a panel of internationally recognized scientific experts to review IARC's work. The experts include medical doctors, cancer experts, and individuals with doctor degrees who are specialists in public health. 
<laughs> All right, this Intertech Scientific and Regulatory Consult uh, Consult Consult uh, I'm sure if we look them up, I'm sure we will find they are connected to big pharma in some sort of way. Also, in improving vaccines, are okay for you. I, I just I don't know. I have a hunch. I haven't looked yet. I'm just you know I'm throwing shit against the wall and see if it sticks. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're not in some of those studies in debunking, you know, the debunking the, the autistic doctor, the, the doctors claiming autism is caused by vaccines. I'm sure those are those guys. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Or somebody connected to it, at, at the very least. Monsanto President Brett Begelman said his company is confident in the safety of its herbicide products, and the review is being done primarily to reassure consumers and others. So let's pay for this study to reassure our consumers that we are not giving you cancer, we're not destroying your reproductive ability, we're not destroying the soil with chemtrails and other spraying uh, technologies. Uh, None of that's going on. Don't worry. We're here to help you. We're here to feed the poor. We're here to feed all of humanity. We're going to take care of you. Just sit back. Relax. We got this. If y'all couldn't tell, uh, that was definitely sarcasm. So yet again, another company is going to pay to prove that their product is not harmful. Kind of sounds like the aspartame debate, doesn't it, guys? Does, it, does that bring you around to aspartame at all? How that happened? <laughs> There's no revolving doors. No, there's no revolving doors at all. Holder didn't just go to a law firm that defends banks after he didn't prosecute the banks. Oh, that didn't happen. No, no. It's all just a figment of your imagination. The world is spinning, and it's okay. Don't worry. We've got this all taken care of. (laughs) You stupid fools. Oh, God, sorry. I just, I, I went off on a little tangent there, I know. Uh, it happens sometimes. I just, I was stupid at one time. I don't want to say I was stupid. I was naive. You know, I thought conspiracy theories were crazy. Although I always questioned uh, JFK. I've never stopped questioning JFK. I always looked into aliens and UFOs. It was something that always intrigued me. But when 9-11 happened, I just couldn't, I couldn't buy into the, into the conspiracy theories. I believe that the government I was part of, that I was in the, in the guard, I was in the reserves. I couldn't believe that that government would, would do anything to hurt people. I voted for Bush. I voted for McCain. And then I realized that everything I had ever believed in, everything I had ever stood up for, Everything I ever defended was a lie. It was all just a lie. It wasn't, it didn't, it, uh, it hurts to think back like that. Anybody else that might have uh, served, I'm sure you think back now, if you're one of those people that are, are alert and aware to what's going on. It hurts when you when you think back to that you were one of those people, but you just you know did what you were told to do. You believed what he told you. 
I did too. I think that's why I got so heavy into this when I got into it is because I took it personal. I took it very personal. And the more and more I learn, the more and more I understand, the more personal I take it. I defended this country. You know, luckily I, I got fortunate. I never got deployed. But I did serve. And I take that as defending. I also was an EMT. Volunteer for my county. When I was a young man. I feel I've lived a good life. I feel I've done good things. And I feel there's a lot of us. A lot of people out there just, just do good things on a daily basis. Because they're good people. So why why do we always allow these psychopaths why do we let the psychopaths be the ones that rule that control what happens in our lives? I mean really, why do we allow that? What what is the pattern there of of doing that? Now, it's one of those questions I guess there really is no answer to. Hegelian dialectic um, allowing society to be dumbed down by pharmaceutical and TV and misdirection from news. You know, we're going to clear the waters before <laughs> before the <laughs> the uh, the surfboarding competition. All right, that's what we're going to do. I don't know. It's just the more you get into it, the more you realize. There's a still a lot more to do. You're listening to the first 52 It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So, I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians and he's got cum trail. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at razradiolive.com we answer right away and pow you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts no screeners no delays try it now 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one, and avoid nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. And he would know what's best for me and my family because he's a doctor. So we all got blue shots. Did you know the vitamins and nutrients are be illegal in the year 2010 as we don't awaken the sheep? These globalists are murderers. They're about to look it up. Codex Alimentarius, baby, look it up. They spray you from the sky like roaches. Does it shock you? Don't worry. They got a pill for you. That's your doctor. Are your legs restless? Are you shy? Forget the side effects. Not that many people die. Genetically modified foods are the bomb. They gave lab rats cancer, but please don't be alarmed. Soon GMO foods will be a staple. The only thing you'll be able to put on your kitchen table. Their own documents have shown. No food shall be grown and Monsanto don't own. Worldwide, there ain't nowhere to run. Thank the World Trade Organization and International Monetary Fund. We the sheep of America. America, America, simply the people of America, we the people of America, hundred plus of the world's wealthiest people meet every June to see to it the plan is complete, prime ministers, presidents, billionaires, CEOs, international bankers, C3POs, also known as the young psychopaths who 
fawn over their elders and give them charts and graphs. Pondering how to reduce the population, injecting our boys and girls with poisonous inoculations. Yum, yum, mercury's good, at least the news will tell you that, and it certainly should, cause they're owned by the CFR, but who cares about the Royal Institute of International Affairs? Jerry Springer's on, yeah, two transvestites are about the fist fight. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're making plans for the order of the new world, about to send the lambs to the slaughter. You think they care about 3,000 American men, women, and children? They about to kill a couple billion. If you're in the dark, my friend, you might despise my words, but you had the wool pulled over your eyes. jack.com you're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum oh <laughs> all right guys welcome back to the first 52 on razradiolive.com and radiofreeblood.com i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves now like i said i like to Keep things flowing, talk about a bunch of different things, have some fun, chat with you guys in the chat box, which I'm really, I'm getting better at that. You guys should be proud. I'm really working hard on trying to make sure that I interact with you guys in the chat block, bo- chat blocks, in the chat box. I'm trying to send my listeners there also. 
So hopefully we'll see a little increase over there. Maybe you guys can all share some info. You know, I'm involved in a lot of different groups, uh, a lot of different forums and things like that. And I invite you guys, uh, the... the, the uh, the Jack Blood listeners, the Radio Free Blood listeners. I'm excited to see what's going on with this, and I'm I'm honored to hopefully be in the beginning of whatever it is. Um, Jack's a great guy. I'm not not going back to the ass kissing, but anyway, um, search out some of our groups, guys. Cause we've got some great groups out there. We really, really do. Um, Red Pill Society is a Facebook group. If you're into Facebook, check that out. Uh, there's some awesome people in there that, that share all different ideas, all different thoughts. Uh, of course, my fan page, Raz Radio Live fan page, uh, if you want to join in there. Check out what we have going on. You know, I'm, I'm really the probably the serious show, on the most serious show on my station. We have a bunch of other shows, and they all have their own thoughts and beliefs, and they do get political, and they do get into conversation. But they also do entertainment. They're also there just to, to do their own venting of whatever it is that they're trying to to vent. So check them all out. You know, I don't want to make a big promo of it, but I support my guys. You know, go to my website. You'll see our schedule. You know, as things grow, you never know what could happen. I thought they were cheering for me, so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to give them the, the moment to cheer for me. I mean, I love being cheered for. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's get rid of that, all that stupidity. You know, yeah, I'd like to come back with stupidity for some reason. Don't ask me why, it's just what I do. <clears throat> but that's what I do, and that's what I'm going to do, so I <laughs> deal with it. Anyway, uh, let's see, we've talked about vaccinations. Have we talked about cops yet? I know I've got a bunch of police stories pulled here. And again, all of us here listening, it's like preaching to the choir. I'm not telling you guys stuff you don't know. But maybe you can share this to somebody who doesn't know. And they'll listen. And because I have a little bit of fun with it, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll listen and look, oh, you know, I listen to, uh, in the mornings. That morning time is my uh, stupidity time, right? That's the time I take uh, to, to do my job. You know, I, I work for an apartment complex. I do maintenance for an apartment complex. All right, I clean people's toilets, or I don't clean the toilets, I'm sorry. I unclog their toilets. I replace their air conditioners and their hot water heat tanks and their light bulbs and their stoves. And these are all the things I do. I take care of the property. I make sure things are clean and and look good for the residents here. Uh, Where was I going? I just had a complete and total brain fart. Like, I don't remember. Somebody in the chat room, where was I going? Hurry, 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 quick. Please tell me where was I going? I forget where uh, I work, 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 ethic, work, go to job. I, I, uh, I don't remember where I was going. Cops. Oh, well, yeah, I knew I was going to cops. I'm staring at the story there, MMK. But I can't, I, I was going down like a specific route. Damn it. Well, oh, as, as I ready to go to the, the article, it, it refreshes, which now it's back, thank goodness. <clears throat> We talk about cops all the time, and we have to do our jobs. I remember where I was going now. All right, we have a job to do. You go in, you do your job, you do it properly, you move on. Um, we, we now we see all this stuff going on with law enforcement, and I'm not a cop hater. I wanted to be a cop. Again, this goes back to my days of still believing that, uh, you know, 19 Arabs flew airplanes into, you know, two buildings, three buildings in America and made... Uh, 
three collapse in New York and yeah, the whole thing. I believed all that. I, and you'd be surprised if you come into my house and I still keep it up, a lot of it. I have uh, very nice artwork of, of the Twin Towers. I have many different pictures and, and memorabilia of 9-11 throughout my house. And at one time it was to remind me at one time it was to remind me to keep fighting to kill all the Arabs to make sure there's no Muslims left that's what it reminded me at one time now it reminds me that I need to continue to fight to get to the truth of what happened to those people that day now whether it was an inside job whether it was 19 Muslim, uh, 19 Saudi Arabian Kuwaiti, you know, the guys that we're chasing around now, basically. We still haven't had the 28 pages released that's probably going to show that Saudi Arabia financed 90% of it, but that's a whole other story. When are we going to really get to the bottom of it? When are people going to look and go, this is different? I, it happened to me. It happened to the majority of you. It can happen. So we, we talk about law enforcement all the time. We talk about how law enforcement is um, you know, running rampant. How, you know, what are we, what, I think we're almost at 700 people so far this year. Uh, last number, I, uh, last official number I saw, I think we were at 650-ish, 58. I want to say we're probably close to 700 by now uh, because I believe the last statistic I saw was two people a day in July alone. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Two people a day throughout our country die at the hands of law enforcement. We've got this young activist, uh, civil rights activist. Uh, where was she out of? Let me hold on. Let me pull that story up because that's I, I think. Uh, no, hold on. Backtrack. Let's see. I started star bursting and I, I, I regained. I caught myself doing it. I went no. Finish this one story. This is an important story that goes along with the next couple things we're going to talk about. Police investigator, or police investigator, I was forced to call shootings justified. Make dishwashers are warning that the no, hold on, damn it. latest official the, the, these these flash players. See, that's that's not what I wanted to play. Yet. I don't want to talk about dishwashers yet. I mean, I actually did have a story about dishwashers to talk about, believe it or not. But this stupid Java. Th- crap that just wants to start on its own and do its own thing I mean come on really leave me alone now I gotta go back and find what I was trying to play you guys there it is that wasn't hard but it was hard to get it to start playing our other top story tonight claims independent investigators are being pressured to clear officers in police related shootings just this morning an officer shot a man beating another man with a baseball bat Clyborne near North Avenue. Police say the officer demanded the guy put down the bat. When he refused and started swinging it again, the officer shot him. Both the man and the guy he was beating were taken to the hospital for treatment. The shooting is now under investigation by the Independent Police Review Authority. But it is that review board that is under fire tonight. Craig Wall is live with allegations. The board ordered police shooting investigators to alter their findings. 
Yeah, Jeff, IPRA has declined to comment on this allegation because it's calling it a personnel matter, but it's defending its investigative practices as being fair and unbiased and based on the facts. But a former supervising investigator says that based on what he's seen, the agency has, in his words, been hijacked by people with an agenda. The agenda is to um, not embarrass the city. The agenda is to, uh, so far, the agenda has been to justify all of the shootings. Former investigator Lorenzo Davis believes the Independent Police Review Authority has lost its independence and the public's trust. Since its inception in 2007, IPRA has handled nearly 400 officer-involved shootings, and in every case but one, the officers were found to be justified in shooting someone, such as this 2009 case where a drug suspect was shot after a high-speed chase. With hundreds of cases, uh, the citizens know that some of those shootings were not justified. Davis, who worked at IPRA from 2008 until he was fired July 9th, says he was pressured by his bosses to clear six officers he investigated and was fired because he refused. A source says the 2009 case was one of them. Davis read from his termination letter. Supervising investigator Davis is the only supervisor at the Independent Police Review Authority who resists making requested changes as directed by management. All investigations are reviewed by three top administrators before a recommendation about officer discipline is made. Let's think about that for one second. He refused to make changes as recommended by management. Made. Davis, a 23-year Chicago police veteran and one-time commander, says he was accused of having an anti-police bias, which he denies. Davis says with the city spending millions to settle excessive force lawsuits, he wanted to help IPRA restore credibility. If the public has no trust in the police officers, many of the the ones of those shot or killed by police officers uh, say that the police are no better than the gangbangers who were are shooting and killing people. Lorenzo Davis did say while he was at IPRA, he did investigate seven cases where he found that officers were justified in shooting their weapons, including one case where the person was unarmed. Jeff, back to you. Craig Wall uh, reporting tonight. Craig, thank you very much. Of the police-involved shootings over the past two years, all were found to be justified. IPRA says it investigated 50 police-involved cases in 2014 and 43 in 2013. Officials say none of them were found to be not justified. They do add that some of the shootings are still under investigation. And don't get me wrong. Listen, I am not saying there is not a time that it's justifiable for a law enforcement officer to shoot and kill someone. Just as much as I'm not saying there's not a time that it's justifiable for a citizen of this country in danger to shoot and kill someone. There comes a time where that's your only course of action. It's the only thing you can do. But, as we've displayed here, we had Chris Cantwell on a few months ago, talking about the time he had to pull his gun, but luckily never had to pull the trigger. And that's that's the most important part of carrying. It's not to want to pull that trigger. It's to want to deter a situation with a controllable factor. That's the way I look at it. Am I crazy for thinking it that way? I mean, if somebody pulls a gun out on me, I if 
I'm going to stop whatever it is I'm doing. And if I'm in, in fear enough that I feel I need to pull my gun, then you should stop what you're doing. I mean, I, I, I think that's just common sense, right, guys? I think, can we agree on that one? <laughs> uh, let me share this over in the chat room there. I'm sure you guys would like to be able to search this one out and check it out. So there you go. That's in the Radio Free Blood chat room now. If you want to check that out, uh, mixlr.com, radio, forward slash Radio Free Blood. Be able to chat with us there. I, I am trying to... The guys that have been listening to me for a long time know I'm bad with chat rooms. I, I, I have my own chat room on my own website that I don't think I've logged into in two and a half years. <laughs> I mean, that's just how bad I am with it. But I'm trying with the Jack Blood one to, to keep it up. And I will continue to try and keep up on it. See, but it distracts me sometimes. That's why I don't look over that often. When you hear me stutter like that... All right, you know what? This story wanted to play so much on its own. Let's discuss this. This is something we see in this country a lot, is regulations. All right, your toilet can only flush 1.5 gallons or whatever it is. I know that's why. That might actually be what it is. But whatever it is, you get my point. Now, uh, the government continues, in the name of global warming and, and preserving the environment, they put these regulations on things that make life harder for us I mean think about it when you have you ever been into a low flush toilet have you ever really used one? Oh my god they don't work especially the way I crap I mean let's be honest here uh, they don't work very well they don't get it where it needs to go they, I mean shit a regular toilet doesn't even do it for me but think about that so they add these regulations that they then then need to follow even with our vehicles. Has, has any of these regulations really done a lot of positive? I mean, I know there's been a lot of regulations that have done negative. I mean, how many how many uh, electronic braking systems have failed or ignition systems have failed or, or airbags have deployed when they shouldn't have or haven't deployed when they should have? You know, these are all things put in by regulations. So now the dishwasher industry is up in arms because of new regulations being imposed on them. Now, I know it sounds... Like, really, are we going to talk about dishwashers? But yes, we are. Because it just shows the the reach and, and what it does. I mean, if you're flushing a toilet, you have to flush it three or four times to get your poop to go down. Something's not working right. And you're using more water than if you would have used the freaking normal 5.5 gallons per flush or whatever, 3.8 gallons or whatever the average toilet is compared to the low flush toilet. I mean, what's next? Companies that make dishwashers are warning that the Obama administration's latest efficiency standards for their industry would backfire. The Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers is accusing the Department of Energy of a politically motivated drive to increase dishwasher efficiency, which are so bad that they would cause consumers to wash dishes and erase any efficiency gains. One of the group's head lobbyists said regulators are going too far and the new rules will allow only 3.1 gallons to be used to wash each load of dishes. Some of the group's members, which include companies like GE Appliances and Lighting and Whirlpool Corporation, 
tweak their models to comply with DOE's December proposal to ratchet up standards. They then ran standard tests with food stuck to dishes. Rob McIver, the group's head lobbyist, brought DOE officials to his office recently to show them the results and released photos of it publicly this week and said the results were disgusting. He's hoping that the disgusted reactions to the test will spur DOE to go back to the drawing board for the standards and work more closely with the industry this time. So again, another regulation going to screw up an industry, make life more difficult for us, the average person. But you know what? It's going to save the environment because... Um. Yeah, no, it's not. It's really not going to save the environment <laughs> because what we do doesn't really matter. What we do isn't what's affecting the environment. The Navy, the Air Force, the government, the chemtrails, the nuclear power plants, the big business, that's what's affecting the environment. Do you really think you driving your kid to school every day is really damaging the environment? Think about it. And if you really believe that, please, turn my show off. I'm sorry. I, I just... No, I don't... No. Bye. I'll, I'll watch the listener count drop real fast now because you all don't like me anymore because I don't think that you are doing any damage to the environment. It's okay. I can deal with that. I'm not hurt by it. I get it. You, you, you just want to save the earth. You want to save the earth by making things worse. It's okay. Never mind that, you know, the drainage system that we installed in California is part of the reason why you're having a drought now. Because the water can't get to where it was supposed to go. Because we had to run the water around your multi-million dollar houses. That had nothing to do with it. Nah, that had nothing to do with it at all. You're all a bunch of crazy, loony conspiracy theorists. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Wake me up. September ends Like my father's come to pass Seven years has gone so fast Wake me up when September ends Here comes the stars drenched in my pain again becoming who we are as my memory rests but never forgets what I lost wake me up when September ends Yeah.
This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex.
don't tease the crowd because I brought my crew. We're listening to Frank Castle and Sean Raz on the first 52. That's right, guys. Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioFreeBlood.com. <sighs> what an adventure it's been. So every week we do this. We try to make fun. We try to bring information. We try to inform you. That's just the way we like to do it. How many times do we have to tell you things are crazy, things aren't right? Well, we tell you all the time, but that's what we do. We make it fun. Uh, those of you who are in the know at Raz's side, Raz's side, I don't even know where that just came from. Uh, Raz Fest is coming up September. If you're on the Raz Radio Live fan page, you can find the information there. If you'd like to join us here in sunny Southwest Florida, Scott Rickards will be joining us. I'm happy to hear that. That'll be a good time. Rickard. I don't know why I always say Rickards, because I went to school with a Rickard, so I think I said this before. Uh, but what we do is we just kind of, all the show hosts get together from my station. Uh, we all gather right down here where I live in the same area. Beautiful West Coast, uh, Florida, uh, Gulf of Mexico. And we just get together and we, we share time together. That's what we do. We drink a lot. Uh, there might be other things going on. Who knows? Uh, but it's just us, you know, we spend all year entertaining people and we want to get together and, and we're all over the country. You know, we've got, I've got people in Arizona, I've got people in California, uh, other parts of Florida. Um, where, who am I missing? Uh, where's Don? I don't even know where Don's out of. Uh, I think Texas. You know, I've got people all over the country that do shows on my station. Canada, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand. Yeah, however you say that one. So we just try to pull it all together and, and all meet once a year so we can see each other, we can talk to each other, we can we can share that human experience with each other. That's part of what our country's missing, but part of what our world's missing is human experience. If we could come together as one human to another human all this stuff would be gone. They wouldn't have anything on us anymore. They wouldn't be able to control us anymore if we recognized that we were human beings. Don't, I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how small you are. I don't care if you're ugly or beautiful. Are you a good human being? Do you display the factors that we want to see in this society? Are you one of those red and white trash, black trash, Puerto Rican trash, Hispanic trash losers that just keep adding to the cycle of stupidity that we live in every day? Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that extreme of stupidity in the town I live in. And this will be it. I live in a smaller town. There's not much going on here, other than uh, you know I'm right around the corner from the Grand. I mean, literally, I could throw a rock really hard maybe not a rock maybe if i launched a bottle rocket to like my southwest i could actually make it explode over top of boca grand which for those of you who don't know what boca grand is that's where the clintons and the bushes and the rockefellers and all these people have been vacationing for years years and years and years this whole area i live in now used to be owned by an oil guy See, look, search the history of Southwest Florida. 
really look into who owned property in this area that I live in, Charlotte County, Lee County, Sarasota County. Look at look at who made this area grow. And you'd be very surprised what you find. Phosphate mines were very large here in the in the early nineteen hundreds. This whole region was nothing but like Rothschilds, Rockefellers, the whole gamut of names you can imagine. Boca Grande, the Bushes have been vacationing at, vacationing at for 40 years at least. They just recently bought a house out there. I've seen the, 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 the limos with the police and the uh, um, Secret Service escorts go down the road right past my development here to go to Boca Grande. So don't think, you know, I, I'm fortunate I live in the backwoods, but unfortunately i got these idiots right in my backyard. There's a little airport here for you Jack Blood listeners. Maybe you've never heard this before. There's this little airport right near me. It used to be called Rotunda Regional Airport. Uh, it's now been renamed. If you look it up on Google Earth, you'll find that it's marked private. That airport was one of the main... Other than if you go to Northport and look at the streets out there before the development there, that, that was another main area. But that area and, nor- and this little airport here were some of the main drug-running centers during the 70s and 80s when, when cocaine was just flowing into the country. Um, can we say Iran Cantor? Oh, no. He's got a Fox News show now. We can't talk about that. So don't tell anybody. That they ran drugs through Southwest Southwest Florida, and the military was involved. <laughs> Don't tell. Oh, uh, it's amazing when you really look into the history, and when you live in these small towns, that's the kind of stuff you find. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it just really baffles me. You know, one of the things I push big. I'm a I'm a big chemtrail believer. Oh, I must be crazy. I believe that they're spraying something above us to harm us, to make us sick. You don't think our government would do that, do you? Our government would never purposely spray chemicals over top of us in, like, the form of a test, would they? That would not happen. I could never imagine that that would happen. Chemicals above us or on us? You know, they're giving me stupid... I, I really tried to set that up really good. And thank you for effing it all up for me by changing the video. Stupid flash again. See that? Uh, uh, blood chat room. Stupid flash. Strike again. Let's see if we can get this right this time. God damn flash players. San Francisco's fog is famous, especially in the summer when weather conditions combine to create the characteristic cooling blanket that sits over the Bay Area. But one fact many may not know about San Francisco's fog is that in 1950, the U.S. military conducted a test to see whether it could be used to help spread a biological weapon in a simulated germ warfare attack. This was just the God bless it, Flash, you suck monkey nuts. Come on now. Start of many such tests around the country that would go on in secret for years. 
The test was a success, as Rebecca Creston explains over at Discover Magazine, and one of the largest human experiments in history. The unsuspecting residents of San Francisco certainly could not consent to the military's germ warfare test, and there's good evidence that it could have caused the death of at least one resident of the city, Edward Nevin, and hospitalized ten others. This is a crazy story, one that seems like it must be a conspiracy theory. An internet search will reveal plenty of misinformation and unbelievable conjecture about these experiments, but the core of this incredible tale is documented and true. It must have been a conspiracy theory. <laughs> you see what they do? Do you see how they do it, guys? I mean, it must have been a conspiracy. They're, they're not spraying chemicals above us every single effing day somewhere in this country. There's no such thing as chemtrails. It's all just a conspiracy theory. Ah. See, that makes me angry. That the perfect example. Sorry if I if I like blurted out there. I, that just come on, really? How often do you have to be right before you listen to us the first time before they blow something up? Damn it. That's what makes me... I was in a good mood, and now I'm angry. It's that kind of crap that just... It makes you... It. it this is why I still push. I, I'm sorry, I'm trying to recompose myself, because I really did get... Like, I... I, 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 I can't... I can't explain... How much it bothers me now to know that the things I believe in, I believe are true. I know they're true. I don't believe them. I know they're true. A majority. I know there's some that might be a little off. But it hurts me. It, it drives me batty every day. That these things are happening. And and things that people used to be called crazy for years ago are being proven right. So how long until the things we talk about are proven right? There's got to be a point where people go, come on now. It's over. Let's... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how long till I just run and get to where I can be safe. I don't necessarily want to have to do that. But what choice are we really being left with anymore, man? I mean, really, what choice are we left with anymore? I appreciate you guys tuning in to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com and RadioBlood.com. Jack, I appreciate you. Appreciate your support. Just think a little more. Peace, guys. I love you. Be safe. Let's invest.
Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet a loss, a sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes. But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste. Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off. Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more
guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Hello, everybody. This is Lawrence Ross from the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com. Currently out in California, Blind James from RadioIO.com is in desperate need of a brand new kidney. Save a person's life. On behalf of everybody on the network, I encourage you to please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash XE6PJ38. Click on that link and donate money to save a person's life. Donate as much as you can. I think we should all donate. Every contribution helps. Helps. I appreciate all of Raz Radio Live's help and our I.O. fam. Please give so we can give James a brand new lease on life. Cement the concrete's alive Where the ponds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 